This is Skip Hall welcoming you to Heart of the Athlete, brought to you by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring athletes, coaches, and sports personalities of the Treasure Valley. And now, here's your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi folks, welcome to Heart of the Athlete. I'm your host, Tom Doherty, and I'm glad you're listening today. I would like to thank our sponsors for their generous support of this show. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes is the main sponsor of this show because that's why we're on the air for them. And I so appreciate Ken Lewis and the board at the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and I hope that you'll support them. Go to fcaidaho.org, fcaidaho.org, and check them out. And also look up the camp they have coming up this summer because it is a great sports camp for about any kind of sport you can imagine. You need to have your kids involved, so take time to look at that. Mike Verdon Auto Center and RV Sales, great support for this show. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Vernado Center. Stop by, check out their cars, their RVs. They have about everything you can imagine at great prices. Very fair, very honest people. I've enjoyed working with them myself and I'll continue to work with them, but I thank them so much for their consistent support of this show, The Heart of the Athlete and the FCA. Also, Hall & Associates, a comprehensive financial service firm that provides asset management services and investment planning services for individuals trust, corporate, and qualified pension accounts, all sorts of things. Skip Hall and his son Chris run the business, and it is awesome business. And you want to find out how to make your money grow and how to be prepared for the future? You know what? Talk about risk management. They have the answers, and they are sharp as nails. So get a hold of them today at 350-2103, 350-2103. And then Jim's well drilling. Certainly thank Jim for all his support. And he continues to drill wells around the Treasure Valley, up in McCall, Sun Valley, you name it. He drills wells for people, and he does a great job doing it. He knows what he's doing, and he's a wonderful man of God who loves supporting the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Thank you, Jim. And you can get a hold of him at 870-0733, 870-0733. And then Awakening is Coffee Shop, our newest supporter. They are over here on Five Mile and Overland, pretty close to the station and Jeff runs a great uh, organization over there. I was just talking to him this morning, and I'm telling you what, that coffee shop was full of people, just meeting and having Bible studies and all sorts of things, and they serve great food. Their cinnamon rolls are just absolutely terrific. And I, I know I had one once. Don't tell anybody. That's our secret. But stop over there at the Awakenings Coffee Shop and uh, and visit them. You'll enjoy their coffee. I'm telling you what, and I'm not kidding. I'm just saying this. I mean, my, my daughter works for Dutch Brothers, but I'm going to tell you this. Their Guatemalan and, and uh, Ethiopian coffee, it is as good as regular coffee as you'll ever taste. And uh, I really appreciate them. Thank you, Awakenings Coffee Shop. Well, folks, I'm glad you're listening today. I'm very fortunate to have Mary Trigg, the women's soccer coach at NNU, with me today. And I know she was on one other time, and I'm sure you probably didn't remember, or maybe you did because she was so spectacular. <laughs> uh, but uh, Mary, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. And actually, Ken Lewis did the interview last time, so yeah. I, this is all fresh <laughs> to me, so I'm excited. So yeah. uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. We were a little talking a little bit off the air about you being at Fresno State and told you my connections to Fresno yeah. and Visalia and yeah. And all that area. And so uh, how did you end up? Where did you go to high school, first off? So I am born and raised in Santa Clara, California. Oh, okay. And I went to Santa Clara High School. And then I went to Fresno State. I also went to a year at a Division One in North Carolina, but graduated from Fresno State, uh, played three years there. 
And then my first coaching job was right after that at San Francisco State. And then I went to Sacramento State. And now I'm up here at NNU. Well, how did you end up at NNU? I mean, really, from a secular school, so yeah. all of a sudden you're at NNU. What's with that? Um, that's a great story, actually. Um, so I became a Christian. Um, I was raised in a Christian home, but became a Christian in college and then got into coaching. And realizing, especially once I was at um, Sacramento State, now five years in the coaching felt like something's missing, something's incomplete as a coach. I don't feel, I think athletics bring out a lot of life issues and having girls sitting in my office and having holes and, and things that aren't being filled and wanting to just scream Jesus to them um, made me really realize I wanted to be at a university that allowed me to talk about Jesus and um, talk about deeper issues. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And then you were telling me off the air, too, that at Fresno State, when you were there, they had a really solid uh, FCA program. Yeah, um, it was great. We'd have dinners, and it actually helped me. Um, I was not very deep in my faith and not really sure what I was doing, and one of my friends on the soccer team said, come with me to FCA, and um, I started going with her, and it's, it's through that that it became my own and so it was a great experience. Well, that's awesome because, yeah. you know, of course, I was on the board of FCA for nine years here. And, and it's actually when Ken and I came on together, he came on as a leader. I came on as a board member. And we had two groups, two FCA groups, ice huddles. Yeah. And, of course, now there's, I think, 80, 80 or oh, more. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, Ken has done a phenomenal job. And they brought yeah. on Pablo and Ryan, and they've got a, a great bunch. They've expanded to the colleges, and mm-hmm. it's just uh, yeah. it's been moving like crazy. You know, you're reaching kids that – that need another outlet other than the social outlet of the world outlet and, and to have that spiritual mm-hmm. is just is such a is such a big and important Absolutely. thing. And you and actually and I know you mentioned mentioned this on your last uh time you were on the air, but I didn't hear the story, but I understand your dad became a Christian through yeah. FCA. Yeah. And just hearing you say that about it's a different outlet. Uh for my dad, he was not born in a Christian home. It was a very dysfunctional home and he went to college to get away to try, kind of leave a bad situation and he played football actually at linfield um yeah in oregon so i graduated george fox okay all right um and it was there that he was poor and um one of his buddies on the football team said come come to fca with us they'll give you we'll give you pizza you know and he said great i'll have pizza (laughs) and kind of just felt like christians weren't for him because he was always I guess a jock his whole life and um, his only experience of kind of in high school of Christians was kind of beating you over the head with the Bible and he didn't really understand it. And um, so he went every week to FCA when he was at Linfield for, for free dinner. He'll admit yeah. it. He went for the dinners and um, got saved. That's and awesome. the greatest thing about it is he's the first one in his family Um he wasn't raised in a Christian home, and he married my mom in college. She became a Christian following in his steps, and now they've raised four kids, and um, it's pretty neat to see what the lasting effects are from that. I always tell my dad, you're first-generation Christian, and now you get to see your grandkids um, live out a life that you started because— and, and that FCA started in his life. So it was a time that was much needed and a safe group for him, I think, is the best part. When he tells, I wish he was here to tell the story, um, because he, he'll he tell it of, it was a place that I felt comfortable because it was fellow athletes and a safe, we talked, we related everything to athletics. And it was an experience of Christianity I hadn't gotten before. Well, I got an idea. Maybe one of these times when you're in here, we can set up a time that we can do a a, a call interview 
That would be great. Yeah. From, from here, from this yeah. place. We do that all the time. That would be great. And that'd be a lot of fun to be able yeah. to hear that and uh, dialogue the three of us yeah, together. That would be so fun. We'll, we'll have to plan that. Yeah, that's a great so, idea. So tell me this. So you're out, of course, uh, obviously a great athlete. Any, you make uh, college sports, and especially a D1 school like what you played for. Uh, you had to be the best in the in your business. I mean, there's no question about that. So you get into the Fresno State, which is a secular college. How is it trying to live a, a Christian life in a college surrounded by the world? Um, that's a great question. I tell my girls all the time at, Fred, at NNU now that they're fortunate that they have more community around them than I had. Um, if it's not for groups like FCA... Uh, in my experience, um, I don't know where I would have found that group. Um, I think it would have been a lot harder. I would have had to search more on my own. But it's, you know, there's flyers up in front of our lockers when I was in college. And it, like I said, it is a safe zone because you, it's with your peers and people you know. Um, and then that allowed me to then I got connected with the church and it went on from there into a Bible study. And, and so FCA was that starter for me. And I, I really believe... Um, you can get saved at secular schools, but it's, oh, yeah. but it's yeah. hard to have that community. Yes. Um, so for me, FCA was all about initiating that community. Um, so yeah, it was a good experience to have those being approached by FCA, I guess, put kind of in my face. So how was your teams at Fresno State? Good, actually. That's why I had a good experience there too. Um, we won two conferences when I was there, went to the NCAA tournament twice, so um, well, that's and amazing. a good experience. Yeah, Very I was fortunate. Good. So, and you've been at NNU, this is year four? Yeah, almost. I've almost been here four years. Yeah. Is that right? And so, yeah. and you, when is your season? In fall. So okay. we have, we just put up on our um, website, our new signees for this next year. We have six coming in and. Um, Where are they coming from? You remember? Uh, we have two from Colorado. Uh, a Washington girl, one from the Czech Republic, <laughs> um, and then two local girls. So we okay. um, we're fortunate that uh, we get a lot of Washington kids because that's the area or we're, we're in. Um, right outside Seattle, okay. we get girls from kind of up the I five quarter. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm from Vancouver, Washington. So okay. That's why yeah. I yeah. That. So well, that's that's neat. And how'd you get the girl from Czech Republic? Um, she was a transfer from another divi- from a division two on the East coast and I knew her coach and so yeah. are you yourself the recruiter for the soccer or how's that? Work? Yeah. Yeah. So you do the recruiting and see, yeah. I'd, I'd enjoy, that'd be the part that I'd enjoy about college. I mean, I'd love yeah. talking to people and convincing them and saying, Hey, you know, this is Absolutely. the place to come. And, and the nice thing about NNU is I really believe this is I've, like I said, I've been at other schools. I feel comfortable recruiting there because I know we have about a third of our team that aren't Christians. So you don't have to be a Christian to go there, but right. we have chapel. And yeah. um, I know that they're going to leave knowing Jesus more and Absolutely. having an experience of knowing Jesus, hearing me talk about it, hearing their mm-hmm. teammates talk about it. So I feel comfortable knowing it's a community that everyone cares about them. People have got to realize this. It is a great avenue of evangelism. I, I know because I've been involved with uh, – I was on the board of trustees at uh, Warner Pacific College in Portland. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, one of the things that, you know, we talked about because a lot of the basketball players came in, many of them were not Christians. You know, yeah. but Bart Valentine at the time was head coach. Now it's Jared Valentine. But uh, – they really talked Jesus and really shared Jesus. And many kids came to know the Lord over the course of time. And yeah. it's just a great avenue because the Lord tells us, you know, to be out, in, you know, in the world, you know, because mm-hmm. we brought in all Christians all the time. Yeah, we can help strengthen their mm-hmm. faith, but, but we need to. We got people out there that so need Jesus. And 
And we're that, we are certainly that avenue yeah. for them. And so that's neat that you have that opportunity. So now the question of the, of the hour is, how is NNU girls doing? I mean, you're you're in a tough league. You're in a very, very, yes. <laughs> very tough league. And being a new coach in the last yeah. three to four years, it's, it can't be easy. But how are you guys yeah. holding up? Yeah, just this last year, the GNAC, our conference um, for women's soccer, got ranked number one in the whole country for Division Two. And we're going against schools who have 30,000 students, mm-hmm. and we have under 2,000. Yeah. So um, it's definitely a challenge. We always need more resources. Um, so we're growing it. I'm trying to, we're not where I want to be. We're growing it. I love winning. <laughs> um, I always tell our girls, we can be Christians and we can win too. Um, you can fiercely compete and still be honoring God in the process. So it's a process. I'm excited about our class coming in. Um, but, uh, like I said, NNU allows me to, uh, their whole motto is transform transformation of the whole person. And there's no better way that I feel like that shows it than in athletics. We really get to talk about, um, everything and it, it gives me a place to do it. So now we just got to start adding a little bit more winning to it and, and I'll be happy. <laughs> I, I know that feeling I, yeah. in high school. I, I was from a school that uh, around here that we just did not win. We were in football two years. We were one in 19, one win, 19 losses in basketball. We were five and 39. We won five games, lost 39. You know, we, we have 20 game seasons and we lost, uh, we're out two and out in both district tournaments. Uh, that I was in, and but when I got into coaching, I, I was fortunate. Ran, I had some great teams, Vancouver, Washington, and mm-hmm. in fact, uh, won a lot of championships. Back in basketball, we went in five years in the league, went forty-seven and three. So we, uh, you know, we, I, yeah, we didn't lose much. And, yeah, and it was, but the desire to win is huge. Yeah, but but I understand that other side of that coin because I I played in that, and you almost become well, it's it like a team. I coached a girls basketball team for two years. For uh, two years there, I had one team was unbelievable, unstoppable. I mean, we won every game by 15 to 25 points, and nobody could come near. I mean, they were great. They were I, talent level. I was fortunate. I, you know, I just had great talent. So the next year, I took on the team, and the team, they said, well, coach, you know, they were like two and eight in league the year before, and they said, yeah. we're just, we're, you know, we're not, we're not like that other team. I hope you know, we, we're, we're not, virtually we're saying we're not winners is what yeah, they're telling yeah. me. And me and my assistant coach, and I I said, we got to build and instill in them uh, the idea that they can win, you know. And so we worked very hard. And we had a lot of girls. I'd had 37 girls out. I had to cut 22. We can only keep 15. Oh, wow. So a lot of girls out. And uh, we ended up uh, playing and, and uh, won the first game by like three points. And they were excited. Won the second game by two or mm-hmm. third by four. Anyway, went undefeated when uh, and won every game by seven or less points. I mean, they're all close. Not yeah. like the year before we just clobbered people. And, yeah. uh, and then got to the championship, played a team that had never beat me ever in the coaching. And I coached football and basketball and girls basketball. And, and the coach said, well, I, we got a pretty good team. They're nine and oh two. And they said, we think, you know, we're going to give you a battle. And, and uh, I love the guy. He was, uh, he asked me how to run a press because we had a tremendous press and, he, uh, I told him, I said, well, this year I'm not running a press. I don't have the team I've had in the past. I said, I got a big tall team. I did. Mm-hmm. I had tall girls and I ran, changed the whole offense because it was just totally different and it didn't press. And, and anyway, he said, oh, you're not, you're Doherty, you're pressing. You always pressed. You're known for the press. And I said, no, I'm not. He said, well, I'm pressed. And I said, well, I'll be a good game. Well, came down, tied, went in overtime. They oh, beat wow. us by four in overtime. But that, the greatest of all the years I coached sports, the greatest glory was that watching the transformation of that team yeah. and how they, how they they had just changed into winners and and they were so ex- yeah. excited and ecstatic to build 
hope in there, you know. But and it's crazy what a culture winning becomes. It's it's a culture, you know. Exactly. And but it's tough when you're you know you're in a program that's young and and like you said, Mm -hmm. DNAC is huge. I mean, I I know this the school. I follow sports enough to know the the schools in there are just uh, just tough. And I read, I follow you guys. I do follow you guys on in the paper because I like following in you in College of Idaho and you know. And plus, I have a sports radio show. (laughs) It's good to be a little bit up on what's going on. But uh, I'm really proud that you're uh, doing what you're doing and you feel that call. You still mm-hmm. have uh, a lot of touch with your your folks and stuff in California? Yeah, yeah. They, um, I'm actually going to visit them in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, yeah I'm fortunate. My, all my family's still in California, okay. but um, they come out and watch our games. And, oh, do they? Yeah. Why don't you get them down here? Team. Get them moved down here. That's what I'm trying to yeah, do. Hey, More yeah. Californians. Is that what people want? <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a great place to live. I'll it is. What, it I, is. I mean, I lived in Vancouver for nine years, Washington. Yeah. I love Vancouver, but I got so tired of the clouds and the rain. Oh, gosh, I, I hear you. Oh, yeah. my goodness, 230 days a year of clouds and rain. And, you know, it just, yeah. and I came to Idaho, and it's like, oh, this is. This I, is this. I love this area. I really love where I'm at. I love our school. I love what I'm trying to do. And um, I'm fortunate. I'm really fortunate. It's hard work. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, your experience with coaching, it's it's hard. You're relying. I always yeah. say uh, to my, I am Fortunately, I have a wonderful athletic director that supports us. And uh, I said to her, I said, you know, it's kind of crazy what we're trying to do, we're trying to get 18 to 20 year olds to do, you know, to be in charge of my fate and and, and to do what I'm asking them to do. Um, but it's fun in the process, too. I'm surprised all the time of some of their wisdom and um, some of them are f- far beyond where I was at when I was in college. And uh, it's neat to see them interact. Like I said, our whole team's not Christian, so yeah. it's neat to see yeah. the discipleship amongst each other, too. That's great. And the experience they have with each other. Is, it's, a, it's a really great place to be at. Um, all the coaches are, are great to work with. I'm hoping to get your athletic director. I haven't had her on. I've had your old one on. I haven't okay. had your new one on the air. And Kelly's awesome. Kelly, I hear, <laughs> I hear she's awesome. And she's and great. Ken, I think, said she'd love to come on, so I, yeah. I want to get her on the air. So when you that see her, great. say that. Okay, I'll bug her. I'll bug want, her today. <laughs> say they want you on the air. Uh, okay. You know, we, and not only that, we want to support Northwest Nazarene. That's I mean, great. I, to me, it's, yeah. a, it's a great school, and I have people that go, I have kids that go there. We have a friend of mine is now daughter's a freshman just started that term and she was going to Warner Pacific transferred over and she is okay. she's an incredible worship leader this woman's going to be a world-class worship leader unbelievable yeah, our music department's great and she's going to be in the big play they're doing and she's just very yeah. gifted and we have some other people uh, connected over there and and the uh the guy that runs Sodexo, Andy Chaplin. He, yeah. Uh, you know Andy? Yeah, I and do know Andy. Tell Andy you met Pastor Tom. I was I his pastor for years. He just okay. got married. And so he's, oh, wow. he started going to church with his wife over there and miss Andy uh, terribly. But we go over there. Usually the staff, we'd go over there a couple of times. He'd have us come over and eat at Sodexo. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And meet with him. But, yeah, um, that's great. Yeah. It's a great community. It's a unique combination of, of higher education, extremely high athletics, and ministry. Yes. Yes. So it's a it's a great it's a good fit for those coaches who are like how I felt of a little bit incomplete. Um, it's I feel complete as a coach. Well, that's awesome, and plus yeah. they have the incredible FCA camp there in the last yeah. of June. Yeah, which they have every sport. I mean, they have they have some of the best coaches around the country. Yeah. that are there at that, and I that's always great. tell people get your kids. In fact, on my regular I think radio show earlier today, I. Uh, which will not air on the same day this is airing, but uh, I told him, I said, get your kids involved in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Oh, no, it's a pre-ad to this because I, I did our pre-ad before you oh, okay. got on. But I just said, get your uh, kids involved in that camp or your grandkids or your neighbors because yeah. not only that, 
not only did they learn tremendous skills in, the, in about every sport you can imagine, yeah, yeah. but many kids every year give their heart to Christ at these camps. Yeah. Many. It's amazing. I have a girl that's come to me. Now she's on my team now, and she used to go to FCA camps, and she said it was a – she said, I love that I got to see – what a college campus is like. So I got the experience of, oh, this is what a college campus is like and kind of get that. And then also um, have these great breakout groups and, and learn from these coaches. And um, so she, yeah, and now she's playing for me at NNU. So. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an awesome thing. And I just, I tell people all the time, I said, you need to get your kids involved in it. And I think the first hundred that register, I think they get a $75 a scholarship. So go to FCA Idaho, fcaidaho.org. And get your kids involved in that and be a part of that. And I'm, I, I'm usually out of town at a conference during that week, so I've only been able to stop in once. And I got to do some interviews with some of the coaches there, which was awesome. Oh, that's great. For the show, I take my portable recorder over. This year, I'm going to be gone. It's going to be close because I'm going to Wichita for the same conference, but I may be back by the time the last couple of days of that. I hope so okay. because it's so, so inspiring just to be a part it of it. It is, yeah. But, uh, well, that's neat. Well, so then... So you coach over there. Now, do you have another role as a teacher of some sort? No, we're full-time coaches. We have fundraising responsibilities and things like that. Um, so it, it's hard at a smaller school. We do a lot more than other coaches in our conference. So we're, we're spread a little thin. Like I said, with resources could always be better. But, um, um, yeah, so we fundraise and uh, take care of our fields and coach. And How many assistants do you have? I have one. Actually, here's a, a plug is I'm looking for an assistant right now. My assistant just moved up to Spokane with her husband. So I'm in need of a Christian well, assistant. <laughs> somebody, I know somebody, but I doubt she has interest in this. But she, she's been a, a soccer coach uh, for years. She's, she was the first woman in California in one of the divisions to be a women's soccer coach state champion. Oh, wow. She That's coached awesome. them. She, play, she, uh, she played four years for uh, University of Montana. And then oh. she recently had been coached Meridian for years, but I know she's not coaching now. We'll have to but, after uh, this. I'll have to yeah, pick. I'll have to pick your brain. <laughs> but she is phenomenal, phenomenal coach, phenomenal woman. But but anyway, that's interesting. That uh, yeah, that how that works because you know some a lot yeah. of us in the world and people that and of course I've never coached college. I've just coached high school and junior yeah, high, and so. Yeah. So it's a different, whole different thing when you gotta you gotta raise money and you gotta yeah. you know and. and and boy, you got to recruit, and that's that's a tough thing. <laughs> and keep up with, you know, like I said, large state schools. So it's it's amazing. It can be hard, it but is. I believe in what we're doing. So I get to sell that when I'm recruiting. <laughs> well, you should, and you're certainly a nice woman, and it's uh, certainly glad to have you on the air. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and folks, I've been talking to Mary Trigg, the women's soccer coach at the Northwest Nazarene University Crusaders, and she's been there almost four years. So get out there this next fall, support. NNU Soccer. And if you want to support them, you can probably go online at NNUSports.com. NNUSports.com. And, uh, and there's different donation things. Yeah. And, yeah. Donate and help that soccer team out. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, hey, it's great having you. And we got to run. Thank you so much. <laughs> and folks, thank you so much for listening. And I got some commercials following us. Have a great day. Thanks for listening today, folks. I hope that you enjoyed the show. And more than that, I hope you're making a difference in this community. And I hope you get involved with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Again, go to fcaidaho.org and check everything out that's going on. And not only that, get your kids, your grandkids, your nephews, your nieces, your cousins, your neighbors involved in the summer camp that's going on in June. You will be happy that you did. And again, I just want to support Jim's well drilling. I thank Jim so much for all he does for uh, this show. And if you want to get a hold of him and, and talk to him about wells, get a hold of him at 870 0733. 
And then I want to thank again Skip Hall and the Hall and Associates and his son Chris and for all they're doing for the Treasure Valley and really trying to help people with their asset management and give them a future and take care of the retirement, take care of their needs. Hey, if you have questions about that, boy, they're the place to call. You can get a hold of them at 350-2103, 350-2103. And then again, Wakening's Coffee Shop over on Five Mile Overland. Man, it's a great place to stop in. Take your uh, re, uh, uh, good book and you can sit in there and read and drink coffee and have a pastry if you want or a sandwich, whatever it is. You'll be glad you did. Stop by Awakenings Coffee Shop. And then finally, Mike Bernardo and RV Sales again. We thank Mike and his crew over there for the great service they give to the Treasure Valley and his generosity to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. You can stop by there at 2653 East Fairview Avenue just off of Eagle Road towards Meridian. And the phone number is 376-0451, 376-0451. We thank all our sponsors for being a part of this show. May God richly bless you and lead you.